We can take ourselves down to the valley floor bed or drip our feet over mountain tops to the overhanging damp marshes to the mangroves and the honeycombed rock caves to the teetering cliffs and the great abyss to the cleft of a chasm born from two pieces of land longing to embrace. We can take ourselves to the aired out and ironed plains of whitewashed savannas, drench ourselves in a view of wilderness untouched by human possession, untouched by the human mind. We can brush against the cosmos itself, the place where iron blood meets the Milky Way, salty body meeting saline stars like pinpricks in the heavens, piercing through the small pores of our own skin. We can immerse ourselves in quiet, kind of silence that is a giving sound, an offering sound of nothingness, full of everything quietly sung, softly whispered through our own hearts. We can mist our faces in the breath of waterfalls and hover ourselves over thick swamps where anything lifeless that falls in becomes ravished and spat out again, exuberant in life. We can be witnesses and bear witness and be witnessed by the greatness of it all and yet still feel domesticated by our own humanness, split like corn away from what everyone tells us is our homestead the great wilds of oneness where we will once again return. We can easily feel orphaned from whom we are told is the great mother of all mothers. If we are nature, it's creation, it's love child born from itself. We are the result of nature's rapture and delight. To create a witness of itself, how can we sometimes stand in front of the most sacred of places and still feel so disconnected, so ordinary? How can we feel separate when our flesh reaches away from its own bones? To connect with that moon, that midnight sun, that amber stone that looks like the honeyed eye of an oryx. Our skin extends itself forth to meet with a world that has long been bereft of our touch. How can our bodies and hearts and souls Lean in towards skies and sway with 
song and moon, and yet we still feel empty, still feel wary of our own wildness. When our minds are the first part of us that meets the natural world, we are offered little in return that can fit into that confined and definitive space. The mind creates its own parameters to which the world we wish to receive keeps to. We are always met with what we offer, and the mind will always offer the rational, the explained, the definitive. But if our minds are only being used at 10% of its capacity, and over 70% of the universe is dark matter of which we still cannot explain, cannot grasp, cannot hold, then there is a whole lot of mystery in this world that is trying to fit itself into a tiny undeveloped space. We are looms, dear beloved, with a steady weft of heart threaded through by the warp of awareness. Our wooden frames made from the same matter everything else in this cosmos is made of. And our ancestors, those who seeded sacred wisdom into the soft rivets of bodies were not only of flesh and blood, but of fur and golden split eyes, of scale, of webbed fingers and of song. And yes, the mind has its place here too, everything does. It knows patterns how to make shapes of beauty, if it is used in the right way. The mind can also convey the poetry of you. Your story is important and the mind is your archer of gaps and not the void itself. I tell you this, oh beloved, your natural state is connection. And for as long as you have been disconnected, so shall it take time to remember. Remembering is somatic. It is a bowing down to the temple that is your feet. And it is a praying for that deep part of us to show us the way home. And we cannot ask the body to show us the way when we have lost the body itself. We cannot ask nature to greet us when we have forgotten how to speak its language. Reciprocity means nurturing that invisible connection, those silk-like threads between what seems separate but is in fact fundamentally the same. 
We cannot demand nature, beings, plants, animals, dreams, spirit to grant connection when we have orphaned those parts of us that knew the way of the wild. It is a slow and a patient rewilding that returns us. It is a gentle and humbling practice that rekindles us with what has been forgotten. Our disjointed learnings have layered and layered upon us, numbing us from our natural connectivity to other worlds that live inside of this one. And it is not only the teachings of this impatient life that we must patiently detangle, but the ones of our forefathers and foremothers. Our bodies may look different over the centuries, but the material we are made of is the same. In fact, it took 13 billion years to create us, and we have only existed in human form for less than one-tenth of one percent of that time. We are but a needle prick in the unending fabric of time and consciousness. Do not try and learn something new. Do not try and outsmart those disconnecting sermons you have been taught with a new choir, a new altar, a new belief. Let go. Simply let go of all of that forgetting. Let go of what forgets and sink into remembering, into resonance, into heart. Listen to your own heartbeat and find that same soft murmur in the rolling thunder, in the vibrating back legs of a cricket, in the pulsating wave. Feel the embrace between foot and earth, each step a story between longing and union, longing and union. Free the song held captive behind the bars of your vocal cords. Allow it to escape and reminisce with the bubbling stream, the undulating echo of the valley bird. Let go of the mind that has self-promoted itself into a place of importance and allow the heart, the body, to meet one of its oldest and dearest friends. Let go of the need for connection and peace and allow nature to meet you where you are, open-hearted, closed eyes, eager, devoted to the unraveling. And even if you feel foreign in this place most welcoming, Allow what does speak to sing inside of you. Greet the old ones, 
the ones you once spoke to with fluency. Greet light, sister, lost to the curtain of shame. Greet tree, great-grandmother, lost to concrete. Greet water, brother, lost to the damning of wisdom. Greet every stone, every frost, bitten bud, every medicinal herb as a family member who once was, whom you remember from a dream, from a life lived where all had a name. It is the modern world that says you have to work hard to find yourself. You don't have to attain anything to be who you are in this world. Let nature remind you. Let the quiet folk whisper to you. Allow yourself to free fall into the current of oneness to be consumed by presence. And as you earnestly seek to be reunited to what feels has become bereft, you will meet with what has been dearly missing you too. What we feel we lose in this life never disappears, but longs after us. Peace, restfulness, creativity, love, union. It calls us home from the underworld through dream and song and story, through the smell of smoke and the sound of tiny bells worn around ankles, through the taste of red spice and the sweet smell of wet earth. Allow nature to help you remember her. Tenderly and with patience walk with her. Gently cup her face with your open palms. Brush your body next to hers as you walk through the tall grass. Offer her just one of your belly breaths, a moment of your precious presence. A sound from your wordless heart. Let her meet you where you are. Give her something worthy of taking from you. Your pains, your aches, your worries. Let her compost them, nurturing answers for you that will bloom in divine timing. Let her turn your unquenchable longings into poetry, into art, into child-raising into loving and your questions into suns that set upon themselves. Let her take you into her arms, lightly pressing down upon your head so that your souls sink deeper into the soft earth. Let her cradle you your body curled up like a half moon upon moss or against the depressed rock that remembers the shape 
of you. Allow earth to yawn open wide and devour you whole or salt to carry your body across its foamy shoulders and simply rest in the knowing that you are being cared for, that you are loved, that you are enough. Your body will be balmed in honey and butter will be dripped over your heart. Tobacco and cornflower cast at your feet, the crown of your head wrapped in laurels and red powder blown across your face. And as you make sacred of nature, so will she make sacred of you. Reciprocity. As we ebb and flow, dear beloved, between connection and disconnect, between body and mind, loom and thread, creator and the created, we will remember what's worth remembering, what's true and worthy of protecting within ourselves and within this world. Anything held softly with devotion grows. The Great Mother reminds us of this. May that be true for your heart, your presence, your memory of this earth, this love for our living relatives with starry eyes and bodies as riverbeds and wild lavender. Because your disconnect is a sign of connection. It is your great yearning to return to your true self. And that, as all mothers know, is the sign of her child returning home. Remember who you are, not amongst people, but amongst your wilder and kind kin.